0: Welcome to Recovering My Inner Child. My name is Kawan Saluja. Our first reading comes from Strengthening My Recovery, the topic, self-sabotage. I decided the only way to overcome this self-sabotage was to integrate my critical parent into my recovery process. Big Red Book, page 207. What a brilliant book. We tried to ignore our critical inner parent. That compilation of the voices we heard as children and we're used to hearing in our heads, and I think it's not just parents, it's things from school, from teachers, other authority figures, you know, uh, churches, etc. If it was too strong to ignore, we tried to fight it. But it always seemed to find a way to win. In ACA, we learned to uncover why this critic has had such a strong hold on us. By acknowledging the trauma that's behind the voices, we understand and gradually learn to substitute new behaviors so we can silence this tyrant in our heads. We substitute new behaviors, and it is a tyrant. This gives us freedom as we bring new light into our lives in little ways. You know, I also think that, you know, part of recovery is realizing it's, you know, of course parents influence my life, but it was a school system, it was a racist society, it was a lot of things. And, you know, not to sound like a victim, but it was just, it's just a lot of things. It's things we watch on TV at a young age, you know, as kids just not have the, uh, You know, the faculties, I guess, to put things together. Back to the reading. This gives us freedom. As someone says, be careful about condemning yourself for mistakes you made in your 20s. You know, this gives us freedom as we bring, quote unquote, mistakes. Most people would just call them learning opportunities, learning experiences and opportunities for growth. And really just experience. I mean, that's life, you know. Back to the reading. This gives us freedom as we bring new light into our lives in little ways. We begin to trust ourselves, others, and our higher power. We have healthier relationships as we find ourselves attracted to the strengths and depth in people who can hold our feelings safely rather than trying to shut us down. We let go of the dysfunctional people. While they may have taught us the lessons we needed to learn, we know that staying is toxic. In doing so we feel no shame or remorse. It is time to move on. We are open to the next adventure. On this day I will be aware of my attempts at self-sabotage because I believe in the promise of growth ahead of me. I will use my lifeline, the support system that ACA gives me. The lifeline, the support system that ACA gives me. Would you like to call a friend, as they said. The next reading also comes from ACA, Strengthening My Recovery. Topic, therapeutic ideals. There are, as well, ways to describe the manifestation of two therapeutic ideals. No excess tension in the body, and a neutral reaction to symbolic associations and mental representations of trauma. Big Red Book, page 622. Okay, the excess tension in the body is is very important, but the neutral reaction. Anyways, back to the reading. Many of us thought that there was no way out, that the process would go on and on like some weird torture game. We had no goals because we thought we didn't deserve them. Helping others achieve their goals felt good, but it was not something that we could do on our own. We didn't want that responsibility. It was safer just to stay small, not have any dreams or needs. Wow, is this painful. It was not something we could do, we didn't want the responsibility because of the safety. And that's the thing, rather than condemning of being afraid to be responsible, it's the safety. We learn in ACA that living in our bodies is a vital part of recovery. We seek ways to relieve excess body tension, perhaps by using trigger point massage in combination with yoga. We discover that we're carrying a lot of trauma in our very muscles that needs a way to work itself out. Yeah, I think years of, you know, not breathing uh, properly, you know, tightening the body um, is why some of those things, you know, I've, I've heard people in teacher trainings in yoga for example like just start bawling out crying and I think there's other modalities like Alexander Technique Feldenkrais so um, you know it's something I think I don't you know I think intellectualization was a way of dissociation for me but it's also a strength of mine and so you know it's it's kind of like changing the you know it's kind of like feeling first and then thinking it, you know, where what do I feel? What are my needs? I think nonviolent communication offers a very important thing as far as not judging your feelings are good or bad, not immediately changing something, but to figure out, well, what's the underlying need? You know, similar, I read a great thing, I think Tyus Gibson has this thing with personal development school, but you know, ways to get over, you know, relationship breakups is what was the other person, what needs was the other person serving? and i think this is a really helpful and important question to ask back to the reading we learn we learn in aca that living in our bodies is a vital part of recovery we seek ways to relieve excess tension perhaps by using trigger point massage in combination with yoga we discover that we carry a lot wow acupuncture we carry a lot of trauma in our muscles that needs a way to work itself out we collect the experiences of others both in and out of the program and we learn through reading the right material We worked the steps so that we would no longer be mentally triggered by the same things repeatedly. We now seek the same relief for our bodies. On this day, I will be conscious of my physical tension and where I carry it in my body. Acknowledging this connection to my trauma is a way of beginning my journey towards complete recovery. And that concludes today's readings for Recovering My Inner Child. This is Kawan Saluja reminding myself to feel that there is no healing without feeling, to pause because God is in the pause, and to love and approve of myself.